0: Welcome to another episode of The Awakened Soul Podcast. Still riding high off uh, having my mom on last episode. The response to that one has been crazy. So everyone who's reached out and told me how cute, quote unquote, the episode is, which I still disagree with that. But nonetheless, nonetheless it was it was a lot of fun having my mama on. Uh, just an amazing woman. And hopefully you guys, uh, for the ones I haven't heard back from, have enjoyed it um, as much as everyone else who has reached out uh said that they enjoyed it but this week though we have a very deep conversation in the main discussion this week Uh, i got my brother bj's in the building uh aj from what we're gonna do and also chris harrison who you guys may have heard on soul of a hustler which is an amazing episode the title of that episode unfortunately is escaping my mind right now but go and check out soul of a hustler anyway but listen to that episode uh as chris shares his story of navigating through divorce and it was a powerful story Powerful story um, You don't really get to hear That perspective The male's perspective On uh, divorce And it was not In a bashing okay. sense At all So it was It was really uh, Introspective So go and check out My sister My sister Avery's podcast Oliver of a Hustler For that interview Like I said It was great um, But we do We discuss What's more important Money Power Or respect And I know That's been a conversation That You know, everyone kind of has circled around those three things, but the way that we really cut into that conversation, we have it. I think we break it down a little bit differently than what you've heard before. Very interesting conversation. Uh, We also got my brother Scoop Grady uh, bringing in the petty news this week. This is this is the Awakened Soul. And for any first time listeners, what we do here at the Awakened Soul, we like to have discussions that make you think. We like to get into not just pop culture topics. Um, we, we honestly try to steer away from that, but we really try to get in deep and talk about things that, re- that reflect our culture and leave you with something to, to feel fed on, leave you with something to think. And it's a living conversation. We have the best listenership here at The Awakened Soul, and the listeners are a part of the show. I love interacting with you guys, whether it be on Twitter, whether it be an email, whether it be um, just any. Uh, media that we have conversations on um you can go ahead and follow the podcast at the awakened soul Pod or at Awaken soul pod just depending on what's what social media platform you're looking for us on me myself you can follow me at ceo hayes It's at ceo h-a-i-z-e um but that's enough that is enough prefacing and getting you guys ready for the episode and setting the tone aj take it away the following
1: is a breaks media podcast
0: We are stepping into the dark and twisted place that is the mind of the one and only CEO Hayes and for any uh new listeners again this is where i usually talk about whatever is on my mind whether it be musically movies um anything in the news or pop culture and this week i think that the thing that i want to talk about and i want i want to preface this by saying i know i'm a male there's only so much that i can even give my perspective on um but this it's all these abortion laws coming And we've seen the backlash of it. You know, some states are outlawing uh, abortion after the after six weeks of pregnancy, which in a lot of cases, pregnancy is only detectable after six weeks. So for all intents and purposes, there is that's an outright ban on abortion. Um, Some states have done eight weeks, which is a little um, more time. And then some have all have done it to where um, abortion is illegal unless that the pregnancy uh, proposes a medical risk to the mother. And, of course, women are not taking this sitting down, and they're taking it as an outright attack on on them deciding what to do with their bodies and I can agree with that I can completely understand that, and most of the people that are voting on these laws are men, and so, like I said at the beginning, I know I am a man, and I know like I said, I can never truly understand um the woman's perspective on this, but from the perspective of, of someone of just anyone being forced to do anything, um, it's definitely problematic And the outlash and the outcry to it is has been real. And then we've also seen and I forgive me, I don't remember the exact states, but we've seen states also now say that rape is an act of God um, and, and make that a law or uh, rolling back the ability to withdraw consent in the middle of sex after after the sex act has started listen this is complete and utter bullshit in my opinion i don't feel like especially the the rape portion of it or the consent what the fuck the abortion laws and again i want to say that i agree that i feel like it should be the woman's choice but what i'm i i try to present all signs to it i know this isn't going to be a popular opinion i can understand if someone wanted to make abortions more strict because in the sense that a child is innocent, regardless of how the child came into the world should that child, have the ability to to live life, whether it be, uh, you put them up for adoption, you raise the child yourself. I understand all of that. I, I can understand that, that being a question in the minds, but at the end of the day, should we be taking that choice away from women? um, and there's there's other aspects of this as well. It's like, okay, what's what's the economic um, effect of now for effectively outlawing abortion? Now you're going to have kids coming in the world that are raised in situations where they're not prepared. I know people. Some people will say, "Well, use protection and not risk the chance of getting pregnant." It's not always that simple. And I, as much as we can point out what people quote unquote should be doing. We don't live in a perfect world. It's not always going to happen in every case. So we are now as a people putting situation, these bringing these kids into situations to where what, what, what quality of life they're going to be having. What now when that, when that mother goes and have to file for aid, what effect does that have on our economy? It's all types of questions in, involved in this. But I think the most important thing, let's take all that out, is the human element in this. Women are not going to take this shit standing, or, I mean, sitting down. There's going to be more and more out, outcries to this. There's going to be more and more rallies. There's going to be more and more protests. The situation in this country is already getting uh, at a boiling point for many different things. Race, um, political spectrum what side you fall on left right there are so many things so many hot button issues going on in this country to where it really can just take one thing and everything will be set the fuck off this is definitely another thing that's adding to that um and i just wanted to get my my two cents out 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 on it again i'm a i'm a uh 32-year-old male speaking on a situation that is really affecting women. So I can only go so far into it. I would love to hear how you guys feel about it. Send in your email, send in uh voicemails to 614-547-2039. The emails go to the awaken Soul Pod at gmail.com or the breaksmedia at gmail.com, whichever way you can get that into us. We want to hear from you. We want to know how you guys are feeling about this. I really um, I want to, to I'm, I'm, I will, there There will, this may be a panel discussion, honestly, I may put a panel discussion, Uh, if you guys are interested, with men, with women, so we can just talk about this and hash it out on everyone's side, and we, as you know, The Wake and Soul, we, uh, we love having panel discussions on uh, hot button issues that are going on, and we like to bring people from all different walks of life, all different sides of it, so we can talk about it honestly and get everyone's thoughts out there, so I'm definitely... Going to be trying to put that panel together. If you're interested, reach out to me. You guys know you can find me on Twitter. You guys know where you can find me. I just gave the email and the uh, phone number to the podcast. So reach out to me there. Um, But that's really the only thing that's on my mind this week. Um, I wish I had something that was more, you know, universally pleasurable. But we got to talk about the the, the tough stuff here. But we're going to go ahead. Now we are going to get into some levity. Um, we're going to get the petty news from the one and only Scoop Grady. After that, we're going to get into the main discussion part, portion of this week's podcast. I will see you guys right after Scoop.
2: What up? What up, though? Scoop Grady with the Petty News Report. What's going on, everybody? First and foremost, congratulations to everybody that graduated this past weekend. Congratulations to the Black Queens. Congratulations to the Black Kings. With all the things that we see on the news, it's always crime. It's always some crazy stuff. But, man, it is great to see people out here doing it. Graduate. Get their education. And Sally Mae is going to be up your ass. I just want you to know that. But, no, congratulations. This is a celebration. People, go get your education. Go get your degree. Do the damn thing, man. For real. Speaking of somebody that's doing it big out here, the of Trayvon Martin, Miss Fulton, is running for office in Florida. Not gonna lie, that sounds like a great idea, especially in Florida with so much stuff going on and, you know, the passing of her son and everything. I think this is the right time, you know. I think somebody that's been in the community, that understands what's going on, that's been around the people, somebody like that needs to be in the office because they knows what needs to be changed and they knows what needs to be done. And I'm just gonna be rooting for her 100%. Not gonna lie, it's good to see a lot of black women that's out here running for office or running for something. It's beautiful, man. And I know her son will be proud of her because we are definitely proud of you, ma'am. Next robert smith is paying morehouse class of 2019 student debt what where the hell was you at when i was in school sir no salute to what you're doing sir that is man you paying debt everybody's debt. everybody that graduated was how many people graduated first of all you paying how much yeah this is ridiculous um, all the ladies out there you need to find out if he got kids first of all you need to find out if the man married uh y'all need to get on it uh no leave him alone he is a great black man okay man that is i ain't never heard nobody say they gonna play the. they gonna pay the entire graduate 2019 debt off man hey no rapper jay-z none of them doing that but you know that's that's that should be something starting i'm just saying jay-z ti all these hey Get on it i I throw $20 in there Maybe $100 You know what I'm saying But y'all got the big bucks Not me yet You know what I'm saying But next And Janet Jackson is still out here Performing Trying to give men blue balls She was in Memphis this past weekend And she brought a man on stage And did all these crazy things to him And left him wishing What could have happened Janet I love you I really do But you gotta stop doing this Okay If you're not gonna go All the way through Janet Then don't start nothing Janet, you better quit. And this is where Tayana Taylor be getting it from, too. Tayana Taylor be bringing her husband on stage doing that kind of nonsense. Hey, you better. Well, technically, she gonna go ahead and fix him when she get home, so never mind her. But Janet, damn it, you almost fucking seventy-five. You better stop doing this. I know your bone. I know you- hey, Janet is like wine, man. Hey, oh my God, I don't even know what to say. See, this is why Janet gonna be having people creeping at her house, trying to get get in touch with her. Janet, you better stop. Tell you, it's gonna be some creepers. I'm pretty sure they already trying to get past your doors and gates and all that. Janet, you better cook it, but slow it down, girl. Slow it down. I know you say anytime, any place, but uh, that's the way love goes and all. No. slow down Janet next Lamar Odom admits to using a prosthetic penis to pass drug testing for the 2004 Olympics wait a minute I don't think I would have told anybody this yeah um, uh, there's certain stuff you just should take to the damn grave okay don't put that shit out there nobody wanna hear that this is probably the biggest pause of 2019 this is something that you should never i wouldn't tell god this like come on dog what are you doing and last but not least a petty question of the week and the question goes like this everybody the way that everything is going on with the crimes and everything people coming up missing is it important to share your location with your friends or significant others that is the question of the week. Is it okay to share your location with your significant other or your friends? And that is all we have for Awaken Soul. Y'all be cool, continue to support, and thank you for listening. Be cool, y'all.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, so I told you guys at the top of the show that I'm going to have a, a conversation with some great brothers. Uh, I think it's always important when black men come together and have important conversations outside of just sports. So we're going to get into it. Uh, first, let me introduce these fellas who are on this panel. First, uh, I- I'll introduce the non-podcast in the group, but someone who had, who's been on one of my favorite episodes of this year, and that is Mr. Chris- Christopher Harrison himself. What's going on, bro?
1: What's going on, big man? Shit.
0: Living life, man. Just living life, trying to keep my head above
1: water, man. I think we all trying to do that right about now.
0: That is a fact. That is a fact. And then we also got uh, Mr. What We Gonna Do himself is in the building. Uh, One of the uh, biggest thinkers of 2019. What's going on, AJ? AJ?
3: what's up bro man always good to be on the show man i'm, I'm ready i'm pumped up
0: <laughs> you you basically have a residency man what is this like your fifth or sixth appearance on the are working i mean we
3: ain't even got to go about the numbers but yeah you about <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then uh my brother my business partner uh someone who i respect to the highest degree man and that is uh, my brother bj from change the subject podcast what's going on bj
4: What's going on, bro? Just uh privilege to be amongst kings on a conversation. I'm really excited about this one, you know, because <laughs> we kind of go back and forth on uh, Twitter and have so many different layer conversations. So to have one containing a subject is going to be dope. So I'm ready, man. Just happy to be here.
0: It's definitely funny It's it's, it's this. I, I really feel like this is gonna be a great conversation. I picked you brothers specifically because you guys don't hold back, and I don't need anyone who's gonna hold back in this conversation. I, and it's gonna be interesting to see what all perspectives we come from. So the way that I, I presented this one is kind of what's most important: money, power slash influence. I think it's more. I think it's important to not just label it power or respect. And this is something that it's okay. been songs made about it in our community. <laughs> this is a conversation that's always being had so I figured you know we'll we'll give our our perspectives on it um so let's start off with let's start off with first um just overall when you when you hear money power respect other than the song from the locks what's the first thing that comes to mind anyone who wants to go first on that one mm-hmm. I'm thinking yes. somebody
4: else go <laughs> uh look 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 I'm going
3: this you know I'm going with a uh, power and influence man i feel like you know kind of like the kingpin you know what i'm saying i mean of course i feel like the money fall under that i feel like you need the money to move shit around but i feel like if you got that power you got that influence that goes much further you know what i mean as far as like your voice uh different connections that you have because you may not be the wealthiest person you know out of your group or whatever the case may be but uh the fact that you can move people with your words is more valuable than you know your financials you know or at least to a certain extent as far as what your contribution is so i'm definitely going with you know uh influence you know and uh, uh you know i'm going that way
0: okay okay what about mm-hmm. you chris
1: ooh cuz power and respect they can actually go hand in hand because of the simple fact of most cats that got respect, um, they got a little pull with their name. And if you got a little pull with your name, that also can, like you said earlier, get you a little influences, influence to other spaces. That influence to those other spaces can also you know, full, bring you full circle, bring you that money that you need, vice versa. Most cats that have money, and if you think about it, especially in the political climate that we're in, most of the cats that have money, they paid that money, got them into doors mm-hmm. that a lot of smarter people can't get into. So they all hand in hand, more importantly, especially this day and age, that money is going to influence a lot of people and sway them to listen a little bit more to what you have to say. Um, Now, with that being said, you know, as we talk on the streets, you know, your name holds a lot. So if your name holds a lot of weight, Far as that's gonna get some pull for you, with you know, empower to get people to move, and do things for you. That's kind of my take on it. Mm.
0: Mm. Okay, I feel that. I feel that DJ, yeah. you got yours together. You want me to go?
1: Yeah,
4: I think. Um, my personal opinion, I think respect is most most important because if you don't have respect, you don't know the, what to do with any of the other attributes. Like, True. um, sometimes respect comes with a lot of tangible things. Like you, when you respect somebody older than you, they tend to give you knowledge. They give you gems that helps you operate in life a little bit better. So respect could be just looking up to an elder, um, heeding the lessons that the streets, that your community, that your home teaches you, that respect level of knowing where you are, where you're going and where you come from. Those things teach you how to handle money and power and of course if your influence is not positive because you're not respectful you don't have no no dignity no integrity ultimately whether you have money or power or not nobody gonna respect you so you gonna get tried you gonna possibly end up in some jams like there's so many alternatives to not having you know respect amongst your peers and respect for yourself so I would say respect is the most valuable Um, and then hopefully following that respect your influence will be positive on the people that you will share that wealth and that knowledge and those things with. So that would be my answer.
0: And my opinion on this is I try to look at this from a lot of different perspectives. So I think if you have money you can kind of buy power influence. I think the only thing that's not obtainable through with having money is respect respect is something that's earned respect is something that for many people is hard to come by and when i looked at it i looked at it from all right from the business aspect it's probably influence on top money respect or you can kind of flip-flop those other two but from the streets if you have money and you don't have any respect niggas is gonna come take your money Mm mm-hmm Mm -hmm. so let's just let's just be be real if you have money and you don't have power or influence power to protect your money or influence to to uh garner respect from the people around you people are going to come take your money so what when i was looking at this like what way do i want to attack it and and as i'm in the corporate world it's you know people respect money especially me being in finance me being in investments people respect money over overall so i think that it depends on what landscape you're looking at. But if we're looking at just in life, for me personally, respect comes before anything. Because if I don't respect you, then I don't give a damn how much money or power you got. I don't give a damn what you have to say. I ain't trying to hear it. But if I respect mm-hmm. what you have to say, even if I may question what you, have to, what you have to say, I respect you as a person. For example, me, and this isn't to throw anybody under the bus, me and AJ go back and forth on Twitter probably once a fucking month. And I don't mean this little back and forth, but the thing is, when me and AJ go back and forth, there's still a respect there. We may disagree with whatever the hell we got to say. We may completely because we come from two different backgrounds. We may look at things completely different. But at the end of the day, I know if I need anyone to keep it real with me, I'm gonna. I can go to AJ. So it's
4: all about mm-hmm. respect. If
0: I don't have that respect in what you say, then I don't give a damn what you have to say. It's all fluff to me. So res- I put respect over everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Me too. And that's but true, because the simple fact of, like you said, if I don't respect you, how many times have you heard people say, if I don't respect you, I don't mess with you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's real, because the thing is, how many times have you been around somebody, and you've listened to them, and you're like, hold on, your words and your actions are not lining up. Yeah, I don't trust you, I don't respect you, so I'm really not going to fool with you. I don't care how much you say you can, how much pull you say you have. I don't trust you and I definitely don't respect you.
4: Mm. Opportunities have, um, have seemed to present themselves when it comes to people who are untrustworthy that'll make you give a person a- another chance. Like you will, you will use that leverage that a person will give you and say, well, maybe he ain't as bad as he seems. And, those are the moments you have to be extremely careful of because you can't give too many opportunities for somebody to show you that they're dishonorable. When you sense that at the very instance you meet that person, you have to kind of accept it and and make sure that you protect yourself from it. Because I've been the person who tries to see the good and, you know, dishonorable people or, you know, people who aren't credible. And that has always been my mistake and downfall, too. So there are moments where you try to see good in people, but you have to definitely know the tactics in protecting yourself, protecting the investments that you make, whether that be internal or external. Because, of course, your wealth is just not financial. It's also the people that you're around, you know, the people that you spend the most time with. You have to be protective of yourself. So I definitely would advise people to not give too many chances because I'm a person that has always given the wrong people chances. And that is probably why I've lost so many opportunities that were probably going to be wealthy to me, you know? So that's just perspective though. That's not necessarily, you know, answering the question or anything, but I just wanted to put that out there.
0: I feel that I feel that. AJ, do you have anything kind of after we've all yeah. given our perspectives, do you have anything to add there?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let let me circle back. So hold up, because, you know, CJ, I heard what you said as far as influence. uh, uh, Christopher, I heard what you said as far as respect, Uh, as far as uh, um, CJ, you talked about money, you know, just having money and stuff like that. And I'm like, damn, I'm like, man, I hear both of y'all, but I always I guess I kind of look at those things as separate because you can respect somebody and not fuck with them. You know what I mean? Like, you can have respect for your pastor and not shoot up the church and not go to church at the same time. It ain't a disrespect. It ain't a a disrespect. I don't even go to the church. But you know what? That ain't even my place. Like, that's pastor. That's his thing. I'm going to do my shit over here. You know what I'm saying? These things ain't even got to be shared. Um, Same thing with money. Money don't buy you into all circles. It don't get you all influence everywhere. It don't get you, um, you know, because typically, you know, we've seen it like in real life where it's like, yo, even though you got this money, I'm the motherfucker with the power. I'm the motherfucker with the influence. No, I don't care how much money you get. You can't be in this circle. You can't get in this thing. You hear people talk about glass ceilings all day. It don't matter how much money Jay-Z got, how much money this person got. It's like, yo, this, this right here, whether it's classism or whatever it is, racism, whatever, you can't get in here regardless of your money. And you know what I mean? And, it don't matter about your influence. Okay, you got this many followers, cool. But I'm the one that's affecting bills, getting laws passed, and all this other shit. So I guess I, you know, when I hear everything, I'm like, man, I feel like power and influence, like that's, that's it. Like, if you got the fucking power, you got the fucking power. You can push the fucking button. I don't give a fuck what anybody else talking about. You got a motherfucker like Trump who's in office right now, and you got people who are more wealthier than him. You got people who are more respected than him, but he got the fucking button. You know what I mean? He got the power. and He got the influence, unfortunately. And all that other shit get Trump because of that.
0: But he got his influence by having money. And I and, I, and I'm not saying that I completely disagree with what you're saying. But the thing is, is how how have we have we seen have we seen someone money. have we seen someone gain influence or power without having either respect or money? No, because I feel like you have you have to have one of those to to get the power and influence. You can have all the money in, in. I mean, you can have, quote unquote, all the power in the world. But if no one's respecting you and if you don't have money to get yourself in the doors, no one's no one. Do you who are you really influencing? I feel like you have you, your influence almost has to be backed by one or the other. Just by the way I view things. I'm not. That's just my perspective. And I want everyone else to share theirs as well. But that, that's just kind of where my mind is is on it right now.
3: I guess for me, it depends on what level, because clearly you got gangsters who strong-arm shit. They don't give a fuck whether you respect them or not. Get down and lay down. You know what I mean? They don't give a fuck. If nigga, yeah, you the nigga, I'm going to stick up because you got more money than me. But guess what? I got the fucking power. So, I mean, you do have, I mean, again, like you say, I would definitely, you know, I hear you that there are different levels, but clearly you have whatever these politicians who have less money than 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 this, and maybe they have less respect than this, but whatever reason, they got more power and they still got more influence. But,
4: but that he, has not—that has very little to do with legacy. You know what I'm saying? Like, what does your name hold when you're gone? What does your name hold when you're not in that position? Because as men, when we don't have money, we don't feel like we worth shit. When we don't, when we don't have influence or power, we feel like. Our lifeline is gone. So, like, besides all of the things that come with the power, like, what is your legacy at the end of the day? Do you want to be known as the richest fuck nigga? Do you want to be known (laughs) as the most powerful bitch ass nigga? Like, nobody, even though he got the power, literally nobody, not even his party, represents him ten toes down and respect him for what he's doing in this country. So, ultimately, what did the power do for him? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think when it comes to respect, it's like, look, I ain't gonna do something to you that I wouldn't do to somebody close to me, somebody that I respect or that's that I'm admiring. Like, you can't, you can't get so, you can't get caught up in that power trip because that's the first way to get knocked off. You know what Cause I'm saying? Because
1: like, power trip is is about ego. Yeah,
4: yeah. and, it and has that's nothing
1: a, that's, to do with, and that's the nothing. quickest way for you to lose everything. Yeah. And here's here's the thing, and and I get what. I believe it was AJ was saying, but you have to go back to it again. A lot of these cats, so we'll talk about, we'll say, for instance, with the presidency, Trump didn't have all the money, but what money he did, he got in contact with people that had more power that helped him get to where he wanted to be. So the thing is, money's going to get you into doors no matter what. And at that point, it's your job to have the gift of gab and also to influence these people. So then we talking about cats on the street, strong arming. Those are two, that's two totally different worlds. Because the simple fact of, I I had cats that were street dudes that kept me away from over there. Hey kid, you got a good future ahead of you. Da da, da, da. Because I respected them, I didn't keep messing around in their area. So the thing is, you have to realize, kind of like what B.J. saying, at the end of the day, You want to be respected. Yes, for men, a lot of times we hold our money in that contention. But at the end of the day, I would rather be respected than for you to love the money that I'm bringing in and I'm doing for you. Mm -hmm. Because respect's going to take you a long way with a lot of people.
4: Yeah, and when you lose those opportunities of power and influence that respect level will still bring those people in those positions back to you. Like you realize how many people that like come back to the OGs and say, look, you know, I'm stuck. This is what I'm going through. And then you provide that same game. And then they big you right back up before the people that they're leading and saying like, look, he's still around. He's still valuable. He's still serving a purpose. Like we don't, that's part of the problem is we don't have no OGs with any values. That's why you got so many people that's chasing after the money before the respect, you know, taking the the easy ways around the struggle and the, the grind to just be that that head, whatever in charge or whatever you want to put into context. Like they go the easy way around it. And those are the ones that struggle with the power. And then because you're not respected, you don't have anybody to go to to kind of have the constructive criticism. Process that you would need to keep you at least in a position to learn something and still helm that position. So that's a scary position to be in when you don't have no respect.
0: And I, and I think another, like, I guess if we were going to add a fourth thing to this, and AJ, this this is kind of what my mind went to when you mentioned that. Like, people who, if we're talking about on the street strong arming, yeah, they have power, but they've gotten that power still by another factor. And I think that that's fear. And I think fear can only, there's only going to be so long where people are going to be afraid of you before you get someone who comes across, who comes along, who's not afraid of your ass and is going to put you on your ass. Then all that influence goes out, out, out the window again, because you don't have that respect as a backing. So it's people do use people do use fear to gain to garner power and influence. But what's the longevity in that in the long run?
1: Especially if you have somebody that like y'all been earlier that don't give a fuck. Yeah. That has no fear. They don't care about dying and stuff like that. That mm. is a scary person. And the mm. fact of the matter that you get that dude that eventually is like, hey, all right, you gonna kill me if I don't kill me then? As a man, what what's going to you gonna kind of be be shook like, oh, hold on, what this guy said just kill me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You gonna he, the second guess yourself?
4: Yeah, and he could be the leader of a bunch of other reckless niggas. You know, you you. So now you got money a little bit of power, a little bit of influence, but you can't look over your shoulder everywhere you go. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, like that respect goes a long way. Like bosses come to the table and have a conversation, negotiate, you know, they put other people in positions to be fruitful. Even if you don't agree with what they're doing, let's just all sit at the table and come to an agreement like this, like this ideal of street politics sometimes does corrupt the way that we do business. And the way that we, the way that we build, you can't build anything with that mentality of strong arming. You know what I'm saying? Somebody is going to come to the table not wanting to, you know, comply with the the hand of God or the force that you use. So you know, it just makes it a lot easier to just be respectful, have some dignity, have some you know integrity and moral. It just makes it easier. You know. I want to add one more thing. You know what I mean? Because,
3: you know, just to you know, circle back one more time. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean again, you talk about the president, you know what I mean, and I I know uh talk about, you know, what is his power and influence done. Clearly his power and influence has done a lot since he's been in that presidency and clearly we know that yes, you can lose money, you can lose power and influence, yeah, you can lose respect. You know what I mean? Niggas lose respect real quick. And I mean the right. same thing that, that 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 overcoming fear, you know what? Again, like you say, it's gonna be a new nigga next year. It's gonna be a you fear this nigga, then it, it's it's another nigga. Then it's a, a little young nigga that's seventeen. That's so. I mean that all of these different things can uh, can change. You know what I mean? Especially over time. And I will add that personally, kind of going back to what CJ says. Personally, I mean yeah, I'm gonna go with respect. Like for me personally. I ain't got to have all the power. I ain't got to have all the money. I don't have to have all the, you know, I don't have to have all of the respect, but that's going to be the most important thing to me or whatever.
4: So I'm, I'm definitely with y'all on that point. Yeah. And do we even think about like how our children look at us when we in power? Like, you know, because I know I didn't want to be a kid. Well, I definitely don't want to be a kid where my father was a whole ass nigga and I got to like walk around with his name. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So we got to think about our kids, our kids too, you know, for those of us that have them, it's like, you know, what is your kid going to carry in his spirit when he's walking around with your name? Like, yeah, my daddy was a snitch or he, my daddy did this. or my daddy was a bitch. Like we don't think about that. We think about what the streets or what, our circles feel about us before we think about the people that actually matter. You know
1: what I'm saying? Go ahead. I, guess because, I guess also because I'm older. Um, I'm one of those, you know, my, how my kids think about me, how my kids view me, how my family, my friends view me actually is way more important than anybody outside of that. Um, Cause anybody that knows me, one thing I always say, I don't give a damn what anybody think about me, because guess what? They're not feeding my kids. They're not closing my kids. They're not putting no roof over their head. So at the end of the day, I don't care. Yeah, But yeah. for my kids, and this is the other thing you have to realize, I have, on Monday, I have a 17-year-old. So with me and him, him respecting me, him respecting what, the hustle and the ground that I put in, that's way more important to me than the CEO of my company, respecting me because guess what when i'm dead and gone i gotta have a good i gotta be a positive memory in his head i gotta have that memory that he tells his kids and his grandkids yo this is my dad this how he did this boom 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 this is why why i am the way i am this is why you guys have the things you have because at the end of the day like you said it's about legacy Mm -hmm. it's about legacy that's like you know There's things that we all know that are in our past far as from our fathers, our grandfathers, our great-grandfathers, our uncles that we didn't like. But how how, how much of that do we hold on to? We hold on to that very little. We keep in our mind the positive things that we've always seen, the positive things that they've always done. Those will always outweigh the negatives that they've done. And those will be the things that we always hold on to and we try and pass on. So I get it, but... Yeah, nah my kids my family and like, mm. if I, and if I call my thing is if I call you friend you might as well be family because I'm a that's how much I'm trusting you yeah really respect their respect and their value of me is way more important but
4: see that sounds like you sound like a man with morals and integrity and that's something that's missing amongst a lot of people you know that are coming up desiring to have a sense of power like I know in the circles that I'm frequently in, it is so many men who don't have the respect as the head of household. And they're fighting for positions in houses that they pay all the bills in. Like there's dudes that come to work every day complaining about something the woman is doing and don't even know how to troubleshoot or damage control the issues of the women and kids that they're responsible for. These are struggles that all of us don't have the same resource or the same opportunities to um, learn constructively how to deal with. So for us, having this conversation is basically to say, like, these are the ways in which you can acquire wealth and respect by just having these small resources like these conversations to go to and hear other men speaking truth about what really matters. We don't tell young niggas, okay, follow the, the kid that's excelling at school versus the nigga that's fresh, got the bitches, got this, got that. We don't, we don't tell them the importance of having higher education, knowing the rights from wrongs, knowing how to, you know, pick apart your, your issues based on importance and significance. We don't teach those things all the time so this is why this conversation is important because I know for a fact that I didn't always have the resources to know you know who to look up to I just knew I just knew what I wanted to be I wanted to be that that one fresh nigga that had all the girls had the little bit of money in your pocket but you don't understand the responsibility of that you know so these conversations have to be had to where we can establish what's important versus just kind of expecting these young niggas to know better.
3: Yeah, let's, let's be clear. You know, most times we tell them motherfuckers to get money. You know what I mean? We ain't telling niggas to, to respect you. Respect yourself. We ain't telling nobody to respect yourself. But we why might. is that? But why now is I'm that? Just, that's, I'm, just, I'm just saying that is what it is. I know we didn't start that way, you know what I mean? But, I mean, that's typically the, the biggest, that's like the number one thing, you know what I mean? go, Go get money. You know, like, I might tell a motherfucker to, to respect himself, maybe secondary or something like that. Like, it, me, personally, I don't give a fuck about, niggas. whether you, res- all these motherfuckers respect me, you respect me this month, I really don't care nothing about that. You know what I mean? I respect myself. I know uh, what I think about myself. I know how I feel about myself. I don't give a fuck about people outside of that, really. But that money is definitely, like, the first thing on the mind because of where we are. poor people me my background the niggas i'm around when you living in poverty and you going through this shit and it's like a, a systemic and it's your history it's like i gotta get money i gotta get rich or die trying it ain't it ain't i gotta get respect or die trying it's got i gotta get rich or die trying and that's what we telling the next person and that person telling the next person or whatever now of course there are different ways to get money but it's like yo Get this fucking money so your life can be different, whether motherfuckers respect it or not. Niggas, lead the hood. Get money, lead the hood. Go get your degree, lead the hood. Go get this, whatever. But the money is like the, the main thing. It ain't like, you know, go get this respect. Then get your money, young man. You know what I mean? But I hear what you're saying. It would be good. But, I mean, just to call a spade a spade, we know typically what's going on these motherfuckers is getting money. That's the number one thing. It ain't, It ain't. you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, power influence. I mean, that's kind of what people are thinking about because they got the money, which again, that shit don't always equal out, but money is that is that thing.
0: I can say for me personally, I, was, I wasn't raised on it. It was respect. Like, respect is the ultimate thing in my family and um, because I don't think anyone in, in my family growing up was afraid of poverty. Like, if we if you were in it, you were in it. Make the best of what you can, but it's all about what people? What what do you leave behind? What do the people that matter to you? And I'm not saying the people that are outside of your house, outside of your circle. But what about the people that you love? What what are they gonna say? Money comes and goes. You can leave or not. That money can can be gone the moment you're gone. If you if you don't teach people how to maintain it. But I, I get what you're coming from, Asia. I think that I think that that's just dependent upon what was valued or what was pushed upon you as in your upbringing. Anybody else have anything?
3: That you come from a military family. Let, I mean, you know, let's be right, let's be clear. But you're right, I'm glad that somebody told you that. But I don't know nobody else that that was the thing. Re- go get respect first,
1: right? But my, this, but my this, question this, this, here's, the thing. here's the thing here's the thing, and I and I get I truly get that. But see, that's where I guess for me, I'm different because you have to realize my kids. So, my ex-wife, she teaches in the hood. My kids go to school in the hood. My church is in the hood, I, is, which is right there in South Dallas, right down the street from Fair Park. My kids know what a drive-by looks like. My kids know what a prostitute and dope dealer look like. But at the end of the day, I can stand on that street corner and talk to that dope dealer because of some effect of, I'm not, one, I'm not trying to take your money. Two, say, so hey, bro, you know 5-0 you know right down here. Why don't you get off the street corner? Why don't you, you, can, you good with numbers, right? All right, cool. Let's teach you how to use them numbers in a different way. You thought about real estate. You thought about selling cars. I had a homeboy f- for sure. That's what he was doing through college. That's how he paid his way through college. Selling dope. But at the same time, he realized, I got to have a better way. He had people that were telling him, yo, this dope life ain't what you want to do. It's not long-term. It's short-term. It's short-term. Mm. And he realized that because older cats told him, this is short-term. Get out of this as soon as possible. Yeah, he got into finance, he got into real estate. And so it's the point of you got to have those old heads that you respect to tell you, "Hey, you can get the money, but get it a different way." Yeah. You can get the money, you got you got you got to figure out how to take this. And this is uh, this one thing I always say. I rather take a savvy street cat than a than, than a book smart cat. Any day, that savvy street cat, he gonna know how to finagle a system to work for himself. With that being said, like kind of like going back to what BJ was saying, nobody was telling these kids, "Oh, go hang out with that nerdy kid instead of you know go kick with the fresh kid." You almost got to teach these kids almost how to, as we say now these days, code switch. You got to be able to blend into everything.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, my
1: oldest, my oldest son, like on the real, he's an athlete but at the same time. This cat watches anime, he's a photographer, he does his own editing of, of uh pictures and videos. So he's one of those he can mix into any area that he wants to. You know, and that's the thing we got to do. We got to teach these kids how to be able to balance and blend into any type of scenario. Yeah. Cuz then the qu- cuz if not they get they get phased out. Yeah. And the question
4: becomes, get money, then what? It's like Now that I got the money, what am I doing with it? Now you're careless with how you spend it. You're not making any, like, attempts to make certain preservations for yourself and the people that you care about. It's like, get money, then what? Nobody ever went past the get money part. Even for me as a young nigga, I got money. But here I am wishing I had the money I had back then, right now. You know what I'm saying? You look back over your life and you you didn't pay any of the money forward. You didn't say for a rainy day. It's been raining since God knows how long. Where's that financial cushion at? like they never taught you what to do with the money they told you to chase after. And then too, here again, no more opportunities are coming because even the people with money are looking at how you manage the money you were getting. Uh, this nigga just going to spend it and blow it. They're not going to provide you no more opportunities to even get it. After a while, you have to have respect on all levels. Respect in the streets, respecting your community, respecting your family, because ultimately respect gets gets you more opportunities. Even if you failed, it gets you more opportunities to reinvent, more opportunities for yourself. And I think that my idea of money has always been to to get it, but not necessarily spend it. Is to make a better way, no matter what that is. If You know, if you work in the nine to five and you spend 90% of your check on bills, you're not living. Figure out a way to do things for yourself. Encourage yourself. Treat yourself nice. Like, we as men, we grind so hard, we don't even make time to go get a haircut sometimes. Like, those small things that make a difference to how you feel about yourself. And imagine being in in a place like a mall or anywhere where women are and you own the spot in front of a whole bunch of girls, and you ain't got yourself together because you've been grinding. All you've been doing is getting money, but not taking
1: care of yourself. You feel... See, you, you stepping in a whole nother arena. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, real talk. <laughs> yeah. And my thing is, but see, that also goes back kind of like what we mentioned before. Who's that old head that's telling you, hey, like you said, get money, then what? Right. And, and then at the same time, you step in a whole arena of... Mental self care because how many of us really, really until something damn near broke us took time to do mental self care. Took time to really, man. Let me, you know, let me go get a haircut. Let me go get a massage Let me go get, you know, let me go do this. Let me go do that. Very little because the thing is, we've our our role has been been taught and given to us of you're the man, you're the head of, head of household. You grind at all costs. Your job mm-hmm. is to make sure and provide for everybody else. Your yo feelings will be taken care of later. Your tiredness will be taken care of later. But right now, you got to take care of that woman. You got to take care of them kids. Um. You, you're a second thought.
0: Ooh, if so you if you, aren't, is, if you aren't getting into the, the episode <laughs> me and BJ did together, put that woman second. Sometimes, Sometimes. That, yeah. But the thing
1: is, but the thing is, and so the only reason why I can and I listen, I listen to it. And yeah. The only thing is, only reason why I can resonate with that because you have to realize that's what I did. Absolutely, I did that. I grinded. I grinded. There's days I went without sleep because I would get off work, go run my business, go pick my kids up, go to their their events, go to their games. And then I'll get home and literally I'll sit on the couch maybe for five seconds. And I'm gone. I'm spent. But guess what? I got to get right back up and get right back after it. Mm-hmm. You know, would I change some things? Yeah, I would change some things. I probably would take more time to take care of me. And what I mean by that, probably, hey, yo, I'm I'm just going to go to the movies by myself, chill, kind of decompress. I would probably yeah. have done more times like stuff like that. But yeah, my thing is nobody ever tells a man, "Hey, you gotta take time for you. You gotta make sure your mental state is good. You gotta make sure your your heart is good." You know, because the thing is, we get in we get into that role of being a man, of being a provider, mm-hmm. and then you know we kind of put everything else secondary.
4: Yeah. Sure.
1: And it's and it's kinda like you're not
4: respecting yourself enough. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like understanding that your needs are just as significant, you know, as the people that you take care of too. So, um, I would definitely I would definitely say that um I used to be the guy that focused on money all the time until I realized that I still wasn't happy. You know what I'm saying? Um to whom much is given, much is required, is still very true to everything that goes on in your life. So um, ultimately the more money you typically have, the more responsibility that you have, which takes you away from self-preservation, treating yourself accordingly, taking time out to um, focus on your mental health, uh, meditate, just being in a healthy state of mind to not have to worry about somebody else. Sometimes like you need that. And, the people around you have to respect you in order for you to have that space, you know. So, yeah,
0: I mean, I think a good thing to point out too is even in your own house, whoever's married has significant other, kids. You can bring all the money home you want to, but if you come home and don't nobody in the house respect you, how much pay- peace do you really have?
1: <laughs> Bruh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> just do just don't stop. Even th- go there. Just stop stop, I'm like serious. Just stop and <laughs> just think that. Like, how many how how many how many men are there that are providing everything and we see the videos on social media or whatever provide everything to their woman doesn't have to work doesn't have to worry about a bill ain't never worried about a, 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 a meal their hair getting done nothing but if they don't respect that man that's providing all that that house ain't peaceful
4: no. and you have a lot of women nowadays that have that attitude this is what he's supposed to do which you is know? crazy. Yeah. yeah. And that's dis- that's disrespectful on so many levels that men don't even address. Like you can't you can't allow somebody to live with you and and make you feel that way based on the provisions that you're making. Like you can't allow something like that to happen because it's almost like she looks at you like you working for her, not you're working to be a provider and to have that respect of being solid in front of your family and children. Like she's looking at it almost like this is what you're supposed to do. You work for us. You know, and that respect level would definitely change the way that your household functions when she doesn't see you for who you truly are, which is a provider, a protector, and a provision maker. She shouldn't just see you as the man of the house. You know what I'm saying? Because that kind of gets confused. Like it's still responsibilities that I would love for somebody to help me with when you know I'm breaking my back and I'm grinding like you know like Harrison was saying like sitting on the couch for literally 5 minutes and you right back to it and then you come home and then things are just in a disarray when you get home like you want that sense of support in, in those grinding times when you have to put forth extra effort and to have a person just look at you as the workhorse you know that'll definitely diminish our relationship. So that respect has to be there. Like it has to be there.
0: All right. Any anything left, fellas?
3: Hey, Jay. <laughs> Look, I, hey, I'm i just trying. I'm listening, you know what I mean? I'm just, I'm, I don't know who, I don't know if anybody else is married. I'm just trying not to
1: get in trouble, so I'm with <laughs> y'all. <laughs> this is what I gotta just, you know, I gotta be quiet on. You know, you know <laughs> <laughs> I do want something
3: to talk about yourself man, man, because I, I think this is dope. I've like actually talked about it, man, like a couple years ago. This is on it. Um, I mean, truly, I mean, just in these past couple of years, it is something that we men have to co-op for women. I mean, women have established this shit. They, they are the founders of self-care, in my opinion or whatever, in my humble opinion. They are the founders. So we really have to take their lead, see what they're doing, see the communities that they have been making forever and a day and, and take that shit. Because, yes, our self-care is money, cars, clothes and hoes. I mean, that that has been primarily, and historically, that's been our self-care, mm-hmm. which, again, mm-hmm. um, doesn't, you know, like, you know, doesn't make us happy all the time, doesn't satisfy all the time. Some A lot of that shit is, is fleeting. It comes and goes. You go get that new shirt, you feel fresh for a day, and then it's like, damn, I need another new shirt. What the hell am I going to wear tomorrow? I go, fuck this chick, and then the next day, you like, shit, I'm still kind of feeling a little empty. Do I want to go get another one? Do I want to be faithful to my wife? And then, you can go on down the road or whatever as far as what our self care has been. Because again, we, we didn't use that word. I mean, that word just sounds soft saying. And niggas don't say self care. No, you ain't telling no niggas about <laughs> no self care. whatever. You'll talk about a nigga and tell him go get a cut because he look dusty and dirty. I mean, look at this nigga head. <laughs> <laughs> we crack a lot of jokes or whatever, but like you guys, you know. There's a lot of serious shit that, that is underneath that that niggas don't show when niggas are emotional, when they are feeling something. I realized even, you know, I hate to use the whole toxic max, you know, toxic masculinity thing, but I realized even within myself that I had gotten so self-sufficient that, and I had gotten so used to carrying the weight of the fucking world, and I forgot to tell motherfuckers about it. So then they was doing the same thing because they like, shit, man, AJ ain't going through nothing. AJ ain't dealing with nothing. And I ain't going to tell him about my problems. And I'm like, at the end of the day, I learned like years later, damn, me and this nigga was both going through something. And I, again, I'm, you know, I kind of had to be like a mature dude as far as my group and go to them and say, hey, we got to quit doing this shit when we going through some nigga, you hurting, you lost your job, you lost your girl. Your girl didn't went and messed with another nigga. Your girl don't want to let you see your child. Like, we got to communicate, man, because we can hold each other up. Hey, bro, I feel your pain. I'm mad. Like, you guys, again, talked about, you know, women and the respect in the house and all of that shit. And that's a conversation that I have with my partners, you know what I mean, as far as, like, yo, damn, you going through this shit, too? Yeah, that shit pissed me off. Yeah, I be mad as a motherfucker. Yeah, I could go fuck a thousand bitches. But, again, I respect myself and I respect my household. And that, that just ain't my move. But it's other niggas, it's like, yeah, you ain't got to respect me in the house because I got 10 other bitches that don't respect me outside. <laughs> so, man, this is, this is shit. I had a nigga literally tell me like, a lawyer, you know, a black lawyer at that tell me, he said, hey, get you a side piece. He was like, "Then fuck He was like, don't lose your house shit because, you know, that's going to cost you money, your child, your job, whatever, whatever. Just get you some on the side. And I was like, bro, I'm not finna do that. I don't even want that drama. If I got drama with one motherfucker, you think you think I want to add to my life? Add
0: if everybody had that mindset, bro. Say say that one more time, AJ. Bro, say that one more time.
3: I, I just told him, look, if I got drama with one motherfucker, I don't need two motherfuckers. I right? I don't need that in my life. I'm 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 good. I, I would rather just not have no drama altogether. I'm not just trying to add another chick, add another chick, and then another chick. That's just not my move or whatever. But overall, the self-care thing is very important, you know, for whoever is listening. That men, we need that shit too. Boys, they need that shit too. I ain't with I'm kind of moved on past that uh don't cry shit. Like I'm kind of like, man, fuck our outlet. If you hurt, nigga, you hurt, cry. Just, like, like,
1: let that shit go. Yeah. And that's man. and that's real. And that's the biggest thing, I, like you're saying. If you hurt, you cry, man, cry. Like my youngest son um so with all the nonsense some of y'all know me going through a divorce and everything like that um my youngest son one day was struggling and he was doing his best not to hope not to cry and I told him I was like son it's all good to cry if you if like it's hurting you on the inside let it go cry like for him his dog died like two months before, he found out his mom and dad are getting divorced. That's too much for a 12-year-old, you know? Mm-hmm. And so,
0: Shit, I'm growing. That'd trying- be too much for me right <laughs> now.
1: <laughs> so, you know, with him, I was like, yo, son, it's all good. You can cry. And him hearing me say that allowed him to just let go, release, and cry. You know, and that's the thing. Nobody ever has told us as men, it's okay to cry. It's all right. And at the same time, We have to, like I just said, we got to be there for one another. But the problem is we always put on that stone face of I'm good. I'm strong. I got this. But my thing is, even us being strong, we get tired. Yeah. We get tired. And I think part of that issue is we go back to that old mentality of, hey, we keep in-house problems in-house. We don't tell nobody. The only thing is, you telling somebody, you letting somebody know what you're going through, that's more therapeutic than it is actually airing out your laundry. Yeah, real shit. Because the thing is, like you said, you don't know who else is going through that and who else can benefit from what you're going through and the knowledge that you're gaining from it. Kind of like, again, was talking talking back on, I can have, like, all these women. But how many of us actually just sit in a house by ourselves and listen to the thoughts that go on in our head. That's a scary ass thing to do. Because the thing is if you actually listen to some of the thoughts that go inside your head when it's quiet, hell no you don't want to sit there. Hell mm-hmm. no, you don't want to be alone in that. But the more you can do that, the more you can sit there in a quiet house by yourself and listen to them, listen to those negative thoughts and say, "All right, I hear you, but I'm not going to live by those." You, the you more you can do that, the easier life gets. Because guess what? There's no harder critic out there than yourself. Mm. And so that's one thing. That's an adjustment I'm having to make of going through this process of the divorce. Like my kids, like right before we got on the call, y'all may have heard, my kids were leaving. And so it's like, I'm here the rest of the week in my house by myself. Now, yeah, I'm going to occupy some of that time with work, running my business. But overall, I'm here. And it's in those quiet times that I'm learning to become at peace with who I am as a man, who I am as a father, and actually who I I was as a husband. You know, at the end of the day, we have to learn how to, one, let other cats know what we're struggling with. Two, not be afraid to show those emotions, because that's the thing. A lot of us get into these relationships, get into these marriages, um, or unfortunately some of these situationships. And don't express how we feel. Man, I ain't going to show that that broad how I feel. No, man. If you show her, maybe that will be, have her have a little more compassion for you. Have, have help Her will actually help you have a little more empathy for you. Because of the fact that she sees that you are vulnerable.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: She sees that you're struggling with, you know, your finances. You're struggling with intimacy. You're struggling with your own mental health.
4: You know the thing that I was just thinking about when um, you guys were talking is that moment where, even in doing your your man responsibilities, you notice that moment when like a guy is like extra strong, he has all of this like strength and power, and it's like, damn, my nigga, you need some pussy. You too. you know what I'm saying? Like, Bruh. they'll they'll <laughs> they'll equate it to like you need that release, but why don't you see that as? He has a lot going on internally. Maybe he needs to meditate. Maybe he needs some support. Maybe he needs somebody to talk to. It's like we think that everything that we do as men can be kind of medicated with sex. And at our strongest moments, it's like, damn, my nigga, like, you need something from somebody else versus paying more attention to yourself. Like, do y'all have those moments as men
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, Bro, you have to realize, I've been married, I was married for 17 years. So you sitting in a house by yourself, it's like, uh, yeah, what am I supposed to do? And that's one thing I started doing. I had to start meditating. Because if I didn't, I was going to drive myself crazy. Because hmm. I, I was questioning myself, like, what did I do wrong? What could I have done differently? But I kept having to go back to, you knew what you got into. You knew what it was about. You gave your 110%. Let it go. Yeah, it hurts. But you got to move on. You got to figure out how to... And I think we look at it as... I used to always say, I got to start over. I got to start over. But is that really bad that I get a second chance to start a whole new life? To almost, I hate to say it, reinvent who I am? And Mm, move mm. forward and reestablish me as a man, as a father get rid of some of the the negative things that I had in my past and move forward and become a a healthier, stronger man for myself. And whoever, as my little sister would say, hey, you never know, at the end of this divorce, you may find your actual forever wife at the end of this. So, you know, it's just a process. We have to learn how to, as men, we're so goal and task oriented Mm -hmm. that when it comes to certain things in life, You got to just, hey, you got to sit in that passenger seat and enjoy the ride. Sometimes you got to, hey, touch that driver, like, yo, 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 wake your butt up. But sometimes you got to sit there and just enjoy the ride, watch it, you know, and navigate life as it comes and not try and be in so control of it. And that's a hard part for a lot of us that we want to be in control of it. And life is like, nah, I'm going to show you. Watch it. Snap. He, his life will break you in a way that you like. Oh, okay, I don't control anything mm-hmm. except for except for me, and I have to control. Here's the biggest thing I've always thought, I'm teaching my kids: only person you can control is you. The better you can control you,
2: the better you can control the room. Because mm. the room, the, di- the,
1: the a mm-hmm. room will dictate how it acts and responds off of you. And if you person that has influence, you go in, you set the tone by how you're talking how your body language is as long as you control you everything else will fall into place mm,
4: mm. that was a gem
0: yeah that's definitely a gem um damn that's that's a quotable if i've ever heard one bro thank you for sharing
4: that <laughs> <laughs> real talk
0: you know how you know how like when somebody says something and literally everyone else doesn't know how to respond to it that was that was yeah. that was perfect
4: bro yeah thanks 'Cause I really respected that episode you did with Avery because that was a perspective of marriage and divorce that nobody talks from. Like you didn't sound bitter at all. You know what I'm saying? And that's that to me, if I didn't know you, that would make me respect you. You know what I'm saying? Because all right. we know how to communicate is our oh fuck a bitch or this, you know, these these macho or misogynistic aspects of our hurts that we don't know how to communicate or connect to, you know what I'm right. saying? So to hear a man say, look, yeah, I paid for education. I did this. I did that. And it wasn't like, look what the fuck I did. It was just saying like, this was a part of my process and this is what I went through in it. That, that was respectful. Like, okay, do really care. Do really is respecting the process of going through the divorce, learning from his mistakes and the things that he's done and empowering other people to say, look, it don't have to be all bad. Even in a situation like that, we gotta teach that. Right. You know and what I'm even saying?
1: and even in like still going through, yeah, there's time, I'm not gonna lie. I'm I get my bitter moments, but at the end of the day, me and her literally, we was at my son's basketball game this weekend. And we're sitting next to each other. We're holding conversations. And so yeah, from a heart standpoint, yeah, it hurts. But, mm-hmm. as a, but as a as a human being, I just spent 19 years of my life with you. So why am I going to be a complete utter ass to you? You right. help you help me grow and develop and become a man, the man that I am today. Now, do I like the decision that you made after this time? No, that don't mean I'm a, I have to be an asshole to you. And that's one thing, and I I, I try. And you know, model for my kids. No, me and your mother not aren't together. Do I like that? Nah. But I respect her decision. Does that decision does that decision hurt? Like a motherfucker. Like I think that's the first time my kids have ever heard or seen me break down because all they known is this stone faced dad that walk around that, that handle business that if you. Get anything to mess with my kids, I'ma get in your ass. Like, on mm-hmm. real. Like, for instance, my 17 year old, you know, his coach was tripping with him last year. It was like, it was tripping beyond the point of like I, I just couldn't take you no more, and I snapped at my son's game, and I told his coach, "Meet you, hey, your bitch asked me be outside." But at the same time, as a father, I had to go back and apologize to my son for that because at that moment. I disrespected him. Mm, I didn't mm. di- I didn't disrespect. My- I disrespect my son at the sport that he loved playing for his team. So I had to apologize to my son. So even all that being said, we still have to show and be vulnerable to the ones that are close to us. Because if we don't, they will never know when we need help. They'll never know what can do, what that vulnerability can do do to help improve somebody else down the road Mm. Mm. right right
0: right Chris you need a podcast bro I feel like that's (laughs) what needs to happen
1: bro y'all you and AJ keep saying that (laughs) now you and Avery keep saying that bro I have no I have no idea what to do with no podcast (laughs) so um, but I'm not saying I'm not gonna do it it's it's still a thought process in the works I feel that yeah, you got so many layers
4: to touch, man. You got fitness. You got real life stuff. You got fatherhood. You got a, a lot of talking points, man. Like, you're really dropping a lot of knowledge right now, man. Appreciate it. Hey,
3: you should do it today. I'm like, you don't know what to do. Shit, you done did it today. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about the stuff that's going on in your head, and, you know, having this quiet time. Shit. Think of, look, I'm a solo podcaster. So that's a lot of shit that be going on in my head. I get that shit out and I get it out onto the podcast for yeah. everybody else to listen in on. You can do right. that same thing. I mean, again, you doing it right now. Just you having a, and your this could be a casual conversation that could not even be recorded right now. And you can sit here and you could quote and recite those same things as far as my son, my wife, my feelings, my this, my that. Right. That's your platform. That's your message. That's your, that's your voice. Yes
0: sir. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, <laughs> fellas, <laughs> I feel like we 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 unpacked a lot on this episode, uh, even outside of the original premise we got to. And that, that's that's the beauty of having a living conversation. That's why I didn't send you guys a list, because I wanted the conversation <laughs> to just flow. Um, and I love that. But uh I mean, this is where we can leave everyone with their social media so we can get the hell up out of here and tell the people good night.
1: All, All right, right. I guess I'll Perfect. go first. Right. Uh, on Twitter. You can follow me. I have two of them. You have eight two two one one, or seharrison Harrison um, oh six. Instagram. I got the business, which is CrossFit thirty eight sixteen, and the personal, which is C dot E dot uh, Harrison. That's it. All
0: right, AJ. Yeah.
3: Yeah, this is AJ uh from What We Gonna Do podcast. That's G <laughs> N E. Y'all holla at me. Instagram, Twitter,
4: email, whatever. Holler at me. For sure. And I'm BJ. You can follow me at DergoBJ. B J. It's D-E-R-G-O-B-J on Twitter. And my show change the subject could be found at the subject change on Instagram
0: All right, and you guys can follow me at CEO Hayes it's at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E you can follow the podcast at The Awakened Soul Pod or at Awakened Soul Pod just depending where you're looking for us at and then lastly go to TheBreaksMediaNetwork.com where you can find my podcast, BJ's podcast and a host of other podcasts represent everything that's black and beautiful in the culture. This has been another episode of The Awakened Soul and we are out peace peace
3: out Niggas hating on me, I ain't used to that Know a couple people want to shoot for that I say no, 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 chill, it ain't no need for that Them niggas tryin' to they need me for that And if it work for them with well, shit, I'm cool with that Plus how they feel, I ain't got shit to do with that I just sit back on cool and watch my paper stack
1: And trip off how much bread them crackers take from that
3: Whoa, 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 whoa. time since I have felt this way about something, but now, but now, I'm controlling my mind, the days are warm, the nights are cold, the lost is found, I'm found, Lord knows I need something I need something to fill this part Lord knows I need something to fill this part Lord knows I need something to fill